Welcome to this week's episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. On this week's episode, we're going to look into the New World Approved Plan for Peace in the Middle East. Let's get started. One thousand two hundred unguided rockets have been fired from southern Israel into densely populated areas of Gaza and the West Bank. Civilians have been scrambling for shelter to avoid being hurt or killed. If you think that sounds horrible, it's because it would be, and still is, when it's actually done by Palestinian terrorist groups into Israel. For those of you who listen to this podcast regularly, chances are that you have not been shocked by the idea that firing unguided rockets into civilian populations is clearly wrong. So why is it that the rest of the world seems to struggle with this idea? Some people love to use the Israeli Iron Dome as their justification for not caring about 1,200 rockets being fired into civilian populations. Thank God that Israel has invested millions of dollars into a technology that stops 91% of the deadly rockets. But that is far from a reason to say that it is okay to do something horrible and deadly as long as the person can protect themselves. This is a great defense for someone who, God forbid, decides to shoot a police officer. It's okay because I know that he's wearing a bulletproof vest, so I can shoot them, and there may only be 10% chance that I'll kill them. This would be pretty outrageous to say. Yet Western people and governments use this reasoning often, and love to say this type of defense in response to the rocket fire fired into Israel on a daily basis. Another commonly used justification is that Israel has a big and powerful army, so it's okay for these lesser professional terrorists to attack civilians with whatever they can afford to buy, as opposed to having an army. I'm not quite sure why the lack of strength or weaponry justifies the use of deadly force against civilian populations. As if it is wrong to use modern expensive weapons against civilians, like most armies, but cheap homemade ones are somehow better. This idea is what I'm going to focus on in this episode. If Israel is not allowed to use its big, powerful, and heavily monitored armed forces to stop terror, what is the option that they are left? It would be very interesting to see that if Israel was to change its tactics to be more like what the Palestinian Arabs do, would we see the people around the world change their opinion and start to support Israel's attacks against Palestinian terror? Clearly, Israel's attempt at peace and coexistence and careful use of their advanced military has failed to gain support from the world. So let's change the peace plan to be a little bit more in line with what the Western world is expecting and seems to sanction. The first thing Israel will have to do is stop using their powerful military drones and planes. Israel puts a great deal of effort into their attempts to hit Hamas and Islamic Jihad targets in Gaza. This includes using their planes and drones for very aimed strikes. This past week in the most recent conflict, Israel was able to kill an Islamic Jihad leader in his apartment using a strike from a drone or a plane. What is absolutely unbelievable, if you see the photo, is that the IDF was able to hit the building so directly that only the target's apartment was hit. Imagine a multi-story building with a hole in the side of it the size of one apartment, the floors below and even above still fully intact. I cannot imagine the planning that has to go into being able to hit a terrorist target in a multi-story building without affecting anything above or below it. There are many videos out there on the internet that show how many times the IDF have a drone or a plane above a target, someone who has probably murdered or planned to attempt the murder of many Israeli citizens, and due to the collateral damage, the strike is called off. Sometimes it'll be when there's an innocent civilian nearby, 
or the risk to infrastructure for others. You can watch the murderer be let go rather than harm the innocent people around. The Israeli army goes to great lengths to ensure that the casualties are minimal outside of the target themselves. This can be a challenge, however, since Gaza is an incredibly densely populated area. This is why Israel also has a policy to use text messages, leaflets, or door knocker bombs in order to warn people of an incoming strike and give them time to evacuate. Obviously, this also warns the bad guys of incoming strikes and allows them to evacuate too. First, Israel may send a text to all the phones in an area in order to warn them of an incoming attack and demanding that they leave the area immediately for their own safety. In addition to that, Israel often employs door knocker bombs. These are bombs that have little to no explosives and will hit a target area, like a building, and warn people inside that an attack is coming soon and gives them time to evacuate. However, what we find is that people do not leave, mostly because they're being threatened by terrorist groups who themselves are hoping that the presence of innocent civilians may cause Israel to avoid hitting them. Essentially, they are using their own people as human shields, or because they hope that the IDF will kill a Palestinian woman or child so that they can be used for negative PR in the social media battle. But, because Israel is clearly in the wrong for using all of these high-tech tools, they must stop using any of these calculations and preparations, and apparently they should be doing more acceptable things according to the Western world. They should begin lobbing unguided rockets and mortars by the hundreds into Gaza and see what happens. Sure, maybe some people will be hurt because they cannot protect themselves. After all, they don't have the Iron Dome. Well, Israel also didn't have the Iron Dome in 2001, when rocket fire became the Palestinian tactic for harming Israel. This was up until 2007, when the Iron Dome finally became active by the Israeli Defense Forces. I'm sure that the Palestinian leadership will figure a way to defend themselves from these rockets after a few years. I'm sure that the world will be okay with this lobbying of unguided rockets into civilian populations, since they are clearly okay with the Palestinians doing it to Israel. And Israel retaliating makes them the oppressor or the aggressor in the situation. Now that Israel will be hitting Palestinians with the same method and strength as they are being hit, I'm sure we will hear nothing from the anti-Israel movement, who will support it completely. Another major criticism of Israel is that border checkpoints and only allowing some Palestinian Arabs into Israel is a problem. Even though Israel is required to protect their citizens from terror, the West clearly believes that this practice is somehow wrong. Israel is fully aware of the terror that is often coming from and or inspired by the West Bank and Gaza groups, and yet still allows people from these areas to come into Israel with work permits. Since the world clearly has an issue with Israel using border crossings and checking people at the borders who come into Israel, maybe Israel should just stop doing these terrible things to their Palestinian neighbors and end the terrible practice altogether. So Gaza will be walled off with a barrage of iron dome systems around it to stop their indiscriminate rocket fire into Israel. There will be no going in or out through Israel. Let the world complain about Egypt and their border crossing that is frequently closed for the Palestinians to enter Egypt. Let the Egyptians grant Palestinian work permits to allow them to work and make sure that they don't have any border cross lines or else it's inhumane to the Palestinian Arabs. Let the media and the world take on the Egyptians for a little while and let Israel off the hook. Since Israel is going to be called out and these things continue to be used as justifications for attacks against Israel, why should Israel continue to play this game? Similarly for the Palestinian Arabs living in Judea and Samaria or the West Bank, Israel should put a stop to the permit program and allow Palestinian Arabs to support their own people with employment. Currently, the Palestinian Arabs are allowed to block Israelis from entering their area under threat of bodily harm. 
We saw a few months ago an incident where the Palestinian Arabs attacked German tourists in the West Bank. This tourist who was just visiting a Palestinian friend and happened to be driving an Israeli rental car. When locals noticed that the Israeli license plate was on the car, they began to harass and attack the German Christian tourist. They may have harmed him further if it wasn't for the actions of a PA police officer who told the German man to get out of the area immediately. The man easily could have been killed and ripped apart by these civilians, all because they thought he was an Israeli. The world barely spoke about this despicable action against the visitor, Israeli or not. So I'm sure that the world wouldn't mind if Israeli citizens begin to threaten and attack any non-Israeli citizens of Palestinian background who enter their country. Once Israel cuts off these areas, we can all hold the Jordanians, Egyptians, and the Arab League accountable for not providing these people with support. Obviously, these ideas are insane and would never happen, only because Israel would never do these types of things. But we all know that even if Israel did exactly what the Palestinians do, they would still be blamed for everything that they're doing. Anything short of just packing up their Israeli cities, leaving their homeland in exile, again, won't make the Palestinian Arabs, the Arab world, and the world as a whole happy. The hypocrisy is evident, even if the world refuses to see it. Another incredible hypocrisy is the fact that the state of Egypt has just brokered yet another ceasefire between the Israelis and Palestinian terrorist groups, in this case the Palestinian Islamic Jihad. Can we just discuss the fact that Israel may be the only country who makes ceasefire deals with terrorists, as if they're legitimate governments or countries? The world validates the actions of Palestinian terror groups by treating them like their governing bodies who adhere to some type of moral code. I'm sure no other country has ever made a ceasefire agreement with a terrorist group. Every other country in the world has a right to defend itself from terror and war crimes, along with being able to use their police and security resources to stop terrorism. Israel, however, is criticized for simply retaliating against terrorist attacks, but even worse, expected to sign ceasefire agreements with these people, who have repeatedly shown themselves to fire rockets anytime they feel like it, then agree to a ceasefire when they've run out of rockets, in order to restock their rockets and repeat. Maybe Israel should just stop agreeing to these ceasefires altogether, and acting like the Palestinian terrorist groups. One thing that Israel will never do is have their rockets that are aimed at Gaza land short in Israeli towns. According to the Times of Israel, over 100 of the 1,200 rockets fired into Israel fell short and landed in the Gaza area, killing 25 of their own people, including three children. In one of these incidents, a 16-year-old and a 51-year-old were killed when a failed rocket slammed into a residential area of Beit Hanun in northern Gaza. In another case, a 16-year-old and a 10-year-old were killed in Gaza City in a similarly failed rocket launch, according to military assessments. On the other side of the border, in Israel, it was reported that a Palestinian resident of Gaza who was working in Israel was killed by a rocket by his own people. This would never be something that Israel would want to emulate. It is incredible that those who claim to stand up for human rights and the Palestinian people happily sacrifice their own innocent people to ensure that terrorist groups can continue to operate. Once again, proving anyone who supports the terrorist groups cares little for actual lives of Palestinian people. Maybe Israel should stick to the side of moral and human rights rather than stooping to the level of people who will murder their own people and use them as human shields. In the end, we've watched this past week as Israel has been attacked by over 1,000 rockets as the world barely blinks an eye. Israel, as always, goes out of its way to protect life and fight terror, a very difficult thing to be doing. And yet it's still criticized no matter how targeted it may be. 
So why should Israel spend so much time, money, and effort to fight terror with no innocent casualties if they will just be called out for everything they do anyway? Maybe Israel should just give up trying to appease the world who's never accepted a strong Israel that fights terror, an Israel that extends its hand in peace and puts human life above all else. Maybe Israel needs to rethink their methods and finally change the peace plan to be more like the Palestinian Arabs, who according to the world are clearly doing nothing wrong and doing everything in the right way. This has been another episode of the Jewish Diaspora Report. Don't forget to check us out on social media at jdr.podcast and check out some of our other episodes on your favorite podcast source. We'll see you next time. Next time.